0: The Celtic Exchange. A fresh insight on Celtic Football Club. If you were to ask Celtic supporters of a certain era to name their top three Celts of all time, there's every chance this man would feature on most people's lists. And for some, he would be in the very top spot. If Zinedine Zidane's calling you one of the greatest number 10s of all time, then you're definitely doing something right. Lobo Moravcik spent an unforgettable three and a half seasons at Celtic, signing in October 1998 under Dr. Joseph Venglos with some fans going on to describe the Slovakian international as a gift from God. The man himself disputes this though, and says that actually Celtic was God's gift to him. Now, over 20 years after his exit from Celtic Park, he's still remembered as fondly as ever, and we were delighted as he joined us on the Celtic Exchange to discuss that special time in his life. Enjoy this very special episode with one of the greatest Celts in the modern era, and probably of all time, as Lobo Moravcik speaks to the Celtic Exchange. Lobo, welcome to the Celtic Exchange. Amazing to think that it's now 25 years since you signed for Celtic in October 1998. Was the move to Glasgow and the move to Celtic a move that changed your life?
1: Not expected uh, by myself because, uh, you know, I signed a deal with Duisburg, uh, Bundesliga team. I was thinking to finish in Germany and maybe go through to uh, Austria and finish in Slovakia and the career, but things change because I wasn't happy with the club there and uh, I almost, I've been thinking to stop my career at uh, thirty years old, you know. And But uh, Mr. Wenglos came to see me on, on the game um, against Portugal and uh, with the um, sport director and uh, after the game, talking about the eventuality to move to Celtic. And uh, But I said I, I, I was under contract with Duisburg and I couldn't go three you know but Celtic make effort pay some some transfer and and, uh, finally I I signed in the end of October November deal with Celtic for one and a half year
0: Crazy crazy to think that that you might have finished playing football at 33 and and retired after the time at Duisburg especially when you think of all the things you went on to achieve at Celtic and you know treble success and trophies and
1: Champions League Yeah yeah Uh, but you know I wasn't happy, you know, I wasn't happy, I, you know, if you're not happy in the life, uh, football life especially, uh, uh, I, I, I wasn't ready to continue like that. But I, I, was, I was happy because I, I had this opportunity because Mr. Wenglos was coach there and he knew me very good and he gave me that opportunity to uh, move to Celtic and uh, I was very, really, really, uh, very happy. To to continue to play, uh, of course, because I was in good uh, form still. 33 years old. It's not uh, especially now. It's a uh, normal age for for the football players uh, and the big clubs uh, as well. You know. You know. After when you think maybe you finish now, you have opportunity to continue and have uh, another chance, a very good chance because uh, after my first touch with Celtic when I came to sign deal. Uh, it was something um, surprise, how big is uh, Celtic uh, club, you know, because, uh, you know, I've never been there uh, before. I hear about the Celtic Rangers, uh, old film games. Uh, I saw the, the highlights in, on the TV, the French TV, but I, I couldn't Im- imagine personally be there. And, and uh, when I saw a nice stadium, uh, I, I hear that it's always uh, full. I was very happy to start proof. I'm still a good player and, and on form, you know, and everything's happened very good after three three uh, rounds, you know, <laughs> especially after Old outfield game, you know, and after that, everything very good, very good.
0: Yeah, it was a perfect start. We'll get to the 5-1 game in, in just a moment, but what a way to, to arrive in Glasgow. But you joined the club, as you've mentioned, at the age of, of 33, and at that time, you know, we as supporters, we didn't know... Too much about, you know, Luba Marevczyk, the footballer. Uh, But one man that you've mentioned who had complete faith in your ability was Dr. Joseph Venglos. Uh, Dr. Joe sadly passed away in 2021. But how much do you owe to him for bringing you to Celtic at that stage in your career?
1: I didn't speak to him before when he moved to Celtic. I knew he's in Celtic uh, by, by the media, you know, but I didn't speak to him what he wants to do there or something. I didn't have touch uh, personally touch with him, uh, maybe six or one year. You know, six months, more than six months. And and uh, you know, his 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 uh, son um, uh, George Uri is is uh, agent, and uh, I I had touch with him because he knew. Then then uh, I, I have I had a little bit problem with Duisburg, and maybe he told uh, the father, maybe his opportunity try to get him to Celtic because, you know, uh, Mr. Joe was there only four months and um, uh, and he he tried to maybe make a better team for the uh, uh, rest of the season. And uh, that opportunity when I, w- I was ready to move uh, from, from Duisburg, he came to see me, uh, what I said uh, uh, against Portugal, national game, you know, and uh, international game. And uh, after he said, if you want, I, I tried my best to bring you to Celtic, and I, I was very happy, you know, because uh, that was a chance to stay in the football for maybe another two, three years.
0: Just before we get into some of the detail uh, of your, you know, four seasons at Celtic or your three, four seasons at Celtic, to get us started, I'm, I'm keen just to clear up a, a mystery, you know, a question that many Celtic fans will still ask, and, and I don't know the answer myself. Are you naturally left or right footed?
1: Naturally, right. And in, in the football, if you work hard with, with the, your uh, worst leg, you can make progress. I used to play uh, left side. I don't know why, because maybe we've been uh, two right wing- wingers, you know. And as a young, maybe 12, 13 years old, so, uh, I, I play more left winger than uh, right winger. And for that, I use my left foot every day on the training, uh, every day, uh, every games, you know. And, and I, I made a lot of progress. And... After that, uh, 18, 19 years old, I was ready to play with both uh, feet. That happened because I I was working hard. Just work and and practice every day. To want work, that is just, I I, I was happy to use my left foot because I made progress and every day make me happy to use my left foot, you know. And for the dribbling, I used more my right foot all the time. But I was always ready to use my left foot if it it was... uh, unnecessary you know what I mean yeah, yeah I I was naturally right-footed but if I had ball on the left it was easy to me uh, use my left foot you know yeah it was like like a very good friend you know <laughs> very who who helped you all the time if you need
0: <laughs> yeah he helped you one time against Hibs at Easter Road when you've scored a goal with your left foot from about 35 yards so uh proved very useful on that occasion you've mentioned you know you put in so much work as a young player you know 12 13 14 and hard work to, to improve maybe the weakness in your game and, and particularly your left foot. Where did that hard-working attitude come from? Was that from, you know, parents or friends or, or coaches? Who, who instilled that hard-work attitude as a young man?
1: I think it was uh, my uh, desire, you know, to prove, because what I said, I play left side and if you play left side, you have to use your left foot uh, most often than, than you played right side, you know even if you mentioned that goal what i scored uh, i think uh, end of the day my left foot was stronger than right foot right foot was more for the the passes technically passes but left foot was really strong uh, i was uh, i had injury on my left foot and my my uh, left foot was was uh, stronger 2 centimeters than than left uh, right foot you know because i use my left foot all the time all the time even for the jumping my left foot was was dominated, you know. Uh, I don't know why, but I, th- that that came a little bit naturally. But also because I I work hard to be better and better. At end of the day, you have uh, same uh, ability or, or same skills uh, with both. You know.
0: Yeah, it's a very unique skill to have. And as you've mentioned there, you know, perhaps the right foot was more for dribbling, for short technical passes. To then have that strength in your left foot for, for long passes and, and strikes and 35-yard and goals, amazing.
1: Especially also the crosses, you know, because if I played right side, the left side, I, 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 I make dribbling with my right foot for my left foot, mm-hmm. you know. And, uh, for that, my, I worked my left foot to make crosses. It was very difficult to stop because, because I was uh, my idea earlier than the than, uh, defenders. And I push the ball right foot, across left uh left foot. It was very quick and very difficult to stop it. You know what I mean? If you play left foot, everybody see the. you push the ball left foot, everybody go there. But with your ball with the right foot, you can go also in or out. You know, that is very difficult to read by the defender.
0: It's an amazing skill to have. So listen, we've talked about your right foot, we've talked about your left foot, but there's a moment, a moment that a lot of Celtic fans will never forget. Um, I think it was against Hearts at Celtic Park, where you've controlled the ball not not with your left or your right, but with your your backside, <laughs> if you remember. Uh, t- talk talk me through that moment, Lupo. The ball's coming out the sky. You're in front of a packed Celtic Park. What happens in that split second t- to make you you know decide to control the ball like that?
1: I did that on the training because uh, I was young, maybe uh, junior or something like that, uh, and uh, 16, 17 years old, and and we had a very good coach who was a former player in Nitra, he showed me that trick on the training, you know. And af- after we tried all all to do that, and uh, someone uh, made better, someone worse, you know. But you have to have a ball high to do it, you know. Yeah. And uh, after to stop this ball with your arms, you know, after, you have to think about that also on the, on the game. Because it's not easy to, because you try to do the, the, the things the simple possible and uh, very effective if you play against strong team you can't do the tricks of, uh, what is not effective you know you have to do something effective all the time to be success on the dribbling to be success on the on the control on the move but sometimes you have the freedom a little bit because uh, around me was nobody and you can do it but you have to think about you know this, this is it's just like some flesh, you know bam and you do it. I did that twice. Once in Czechoslovakian league and the second one in Celtic. It's difficult to do that every game, you know, because you you want to be performance, you you want to be quicker and that that opportunity may become once or twice a life, you know, and I I was lucky because I did do it right moment, you know. That is you have to have moment, you have to be ready for this moment. I hope what I said in my life. I made. I played football 20 years. I, I did that twice. You know that it's uh, for that. It's not a trick to do every day. You know.
0: Yeah, it, it's an incredible skill. The interesting thing is, you know, somebody when you were a young player has shown you that it's possible. After that, you've shown the Celtic supporters that it's possible. And now, for <laughs> for, for, for about 20 years, there's guys playing five asides in Glasgow, been trying to do that. You know that that skill and that control unsuccessfully. <laughs> Ever since you done it that day at Celtic <laughs> Park, but ama- amazing to
1: see. No, because you have to have to have to have ball very high, you know, and and a little little bit space around you, you know. Yeah, okay. On the training, you can try many times, many times, but on the game, it's not easy to do. But even it's not very difficult to that. Just. Training.
0: Everything is training little bit. Yeah, yeah. It, it was a really unique skill. I'll, I'll keep trying, Libo. I'll keep trying it at five aside, and I'll let okay. you know. <laughs> I'll let you know how it okay. goes. Okay. Um, m- moving back to your career. So obviously, you know, before he even came to Celtic, before he came to Glasgow, you've had some huge moments. You played for your country in the 1990 World Cup. You've played top level football in France and, and also at Duisburg in in Germany. Um, but you mentioned, you know, it had been a goal of yours to play Champions League football. And that dream came true at Celtic under Martin O'Neill. And did you think that opportunity had passed you by at that stage in your career?
1: I didn't have on my head uh, after a long time, you know, because uh, with Saint Etienne once we've been very close to UEFA Cup. Uh, with Bastia, we we won uh, Inter Cup uh, after we went to UEFA. But I was injured in my life. I didn't. Yeah, with Nitra, I played UEFA Cup once because we finished third in the league in Czechoslovakian league. I didn't have really opportunity to play. European uh, campaign, European games with the club. Yeah, I, I played many games, international games with the national team, but not with the club. And uh, Celtic was really first club when I had really that opportunity because uh, you know Celtic we, we didn't finish first, finished second. but finish first, win the treble and next year have uh, opportunity to play uh, Champions League was fantastic uh, moment, a fantastic opportunity for me. To prove, then I'm I'm able to play that that level. You know, for me it was important to prove myself. I'm able to play that level, top level uh, with the club because Champions League is a top level, uh, the biggest level uh, in in the, in the Europe and and uh, and especially the game against uh, Juventus was uh, against my friend or, 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 or against player Czech Nedved Pavel Nedved who was the best player in the in the in the in, in, in Europe. You know. Uh, for me, it was really last chance to to show to prove myself. Then I'm able. I was even able to before play that. You know what I mean. I didn't play because I wasn't lucky. I didn't play the big club that. And 36 years old, I had last opportunity to prove myself. I, I was able before. I'm still able to play that that uh, level. And even I played only one game. It was enough for me to satisfy for satisfaction for myself, you know what I mean. It was most important, very important for myself play that level because one of the day I can say I play Champions League against Juventus, we won 4-3, I was good. That means a lot for me for my end of the career to prove uh, my quality in the European uh, campaign, you know.
0: Yeah, and lots of fans will say that was one of your your biggest and best games for celtic the 431 against juventus at celtic park lots will remember you know chris sutton's goal that night the, the volley that he scored but you know h- how much pride do you take in you know having played your part in that win and was that you know one of your your best games for celtic
1: of course of course because it was a, a very high level game you know because uh, juventus Turin is uh, one of the biggest club in, in the in the uh, world even I think we had a very good team. Maybe what we missed uh, it was a little bit more confidence. Uh, the, the games uh, away from home, you know, that was a little bit sometimes problem for us because I don't know if uh, nine points was good good uh, result. But end of the day, and the day, we finished third. You know, that was a little bit shame. You know, for for us, it's uh, it's, it's life because that team proved later on. In the UEFA Cup, then it's a very good team and finished uh, in the in Sevilla final against uh, Porto. For that, that team was maybe a little bit unlucky on the Champions League because Porto, Juventus, two teams maybe was better a little bit than uh, we are. For me, that you know, I I wasn't really involved uh, on all games, you know, because obviously uh, Martin he had uh, his uh, start eleven. I was little bit player uh, to come from the bench sometimes, you know, and and help the team to to win the league. But the uh, European campaign was was the team uh, start eleven different. You know, I, I didn't I didn't have a lot of opportunity. Only this one. I I say thank you to to Martin for the opportunity to play uh, one game in the Champions League.
0: Yeah, I was actually I was at an event this week that Martin O'Neill Neil was speaking at, and he was talking again, and I think he often talks about just how talented you were as a two-footed player, as I've mentioned. If you don't mind, Lubo, I'm just going to read a quote out from Martin O'Neill. So he said, Lubo remains one of the most gifted footballers I've ever seen or worked with. I cannot pay him any greater compliment than that. In only a short period of time at Celtic Park, he became as big a hero as any of the Lisbon Lions of 1967. He must have done something special to have warranted such a claim. And it's really, you know, High praise from a, a very talented manager. What, what was your relationship like with Martin O'Neill?
1: Very special, because uh, on the beginning, uh, he didn't know me, you know, and, and after uh, I spoke to him, I tried to him explain what kind of the player I am. And uh, he said, OK, uh, I, d- I don't know you, but uh, I give you opportunity. And uh, uh, he gave me a chance to play against uh, Team Luxembourg. I scored two goals, and since that game, Martin understood what, what I am able to do for this team as a playmaker to bring uh, uh, the offensive uh, in the offensive part of the game uh, some quality what, what maybe he didn't have uh, in the team you know Be- even uh, Petro was brilliant Paul Lambert was brilliant uh, Lenny but uh, I was maybe different type of the player and he understood and he can use me for this team and since uh, that game I think we had a very good relationship and I think he understood also that I'm I'm uh, uh, now old, I can not maybe play all uh, games, you know, and he tried to manage uh, me to play the games what is uh, more offensive, maybe when we need to be more offensive, when we play in the second part of the, the pitch, you know, that, that Martin was very clever to use my quality for different games, you know, and also he tried to, even on the training, he didn't want to, uh, led me to pl- to be uh, 100% on the training because he knew then I can get injury. You know what I mean? From his side, he, he was very clever to, to use my quality and also on the training, he didn't want to let me be on the training like uh, a young, 18 years old. You know what I mean? Yeah. After the game, when I didn't play, I, I had the training with the youngs, but with a little bit less intention. You know what I mean? He was always Clever to manage my my training session and also the games to be fit all the time. That was important because maybe with the 50 games I could get maybe some injury. And to be honest, I played a lot of games, but I wasn't uh, start eleven all the time. He was very really clever. I I I was always always ready for give a good performance, especially physically. What is important, you know, because 35, 36, you. You're not 25, you know what I mean. You need a different uh, approach uh, by the coach.
0: And Martin O'Neill, as a manager, he, he's very well known for his, his man management and the, the approach he takes very personally with with every player. And from that point of view, you've obviously, you know, a, a long career, level international football, World Cup football. You've played under many different managers, but was Martin O'Neill the type of manager you like to play for, the type that would get the best from you?
1: To be honest, if you young, you see a coach different than you uh, older, you know. When I I had a relationship with, with uh, Martin at end of my career, when I was 35, 36, I think uh, he perfectly understood what I can do. I had a lot of respect for him, for his decision, you know. And we had a really good relationship, really friendly, you know. And if you 35, 36, you almost close to coach coach like... like uh, much closer than you 20, you know what I mean. And you need a special treatment, you know, Little B. He was very clever. He had very good relationship with me. I respect all all his decisions. I was very happy on the training, on the game. And for that, for me, Martin was a very good coach for my end of the career. Absolutely perfect, you know. When I was 20, I had also a very good coach, you know. But a different approach, different... Uh, uh, relationship uh, you know what i mean most important for my career was mr vengloch because i played very good level in czechoslovakia because i was i played for nitra it was not big club but i was one of the best players in 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 the uh, in the league who brought me higher on my performance and who prepared me for the european football it was mr vengloch with the national team because all games for national team was uh, Really something very important for me to improve, to be uh, in the progress all the time, you know. And he explained to me what European footballer must do for, for his progress, you know. Because he had a lot of experience with national team, with with the big clubs. After, when I came to Celtic, we had a absolutely different relationship. Really friendly, really, because I was uh, already European player. He was older, you know, and with his uh, wife, I had a very good relationship. It was like my family, you know what I mean? Football family.
0: And it shows you just how important it is to have... You know, th- there's different coaches which have different impacts on any player. At, you know, any given time uh, in your career, it's it, it's clear. Exactly. It's clear. There's so much so much respect between yourself and and Dr. Venglos at the time, and and Martin O'Neill, and it seems that they, they both have played a, a huge part in your career. Um, you've mentioned Libo. Well, you know, some of the international stuff, and and as a player, we've ov- obviously mentioned that you played uh, a huge part for your country in the the World Cup in 1990. It's important to mention, sorry to mention, that you got sent off in the quarter-finals uh, against Germany. Uh, you also got sent off uh, for Celtic in a League Cup semi-final against Rangers in 2001. <laughs> and I, I, I was just just to ask, is that always a, a part of your game that, that, that you had, you know, that kind of fire and that kind of enthusiasm? Is that something you've always had in your game and does it help you to play at the top level?
1: To be honest uh, one year I had all, always this uh, terrible moment in my career even said etienne I, I was sent off very difficult situation in uh, with the club when we've been relegated you know and I think with Bastia also I had one red card always I had every club every uh, you know national team I had uh, always a game when I was literally uh, crazy <laughs> no but but you know, I, I play football with temperament, and sometimes that temperament that did against me. You know, because uh, what I, you said, sometimes I was on the fire. You know, and but it, it wasn't often. You know, it was sometimes, but it was maybe a little bit my character also, a little bit fighter. You know, never be happy with own performance. On the beginning, uh, more than later, you know, because after you, you more mature, you have more experience, you think more uh, than you, your reaction, so not so fast, you know, so you down a little bit, you down with your reactions, you know. But against uh, Germany, it was a little bit unfair against me, to be honest, because first uh, yellow card, I don't remember, it was a normal foul, you know. But uh, Austrian uh, referee, he was from Austria, and uh, uh, we play against Germany. It was a little bit strange uh, decision of uh, FIFA to to <laughs> to give uh, Austrian guy the referee that game. And my first yellow card was really not necessary. Maybe it was a little un unfair, you know. And second was absolutely unfair, because uh, you know uh, Litvinsky he, he took me off uh, my my boot, you know, and uh, I just I show him. Then I I wasn't actor on this uh, because uh, he really uh, took me off my my boot. I just I I showed him and boot uh, left really high, you know, and uh, he gave me yellow uh, second yellow that it's a uh, uh, red car, you know. I I wasn't proud about that, but it was 20 minutes to go. Maybe with 11 players, we had a more chance to to try something to do with this game end of the game finally we lost 1-0 by penalty okay penalty was correct maybe I think uh, we can uh, we don't we can't not say it it was it was unfair but you know sometimes I I, I know I recognise then a few red cars I was a little bit crazy but that red car I didn't deserve
0: yeah yeah. And, and that's the thing you know if you if you're a footballer it plays with passion and, and plays on the edge there's there's very often a, a fine line isn't there that you know sometimes you need to play with that fire to get the best and sometimes referees will, will yeah. see something different and that can be frustrating and listen apologies for bringing up some tough memories Lavo. I know that must have been a, a tough one No in it's okay. it's okay it's a
1: good memory because everybody uh, remembered that moment you know for that I if I go in Slovakia somewhere, everybody remember that red card, you know. <laughs> everybody say, I remember your food was, your boot was out, you know. That it's uh... my agent at that time, he told me. It was good. Uh, everybody remember you. <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that's one way to look at it. What what we'll do, Loubo, so obviously that you know that that's it's part of your story. You know, it's it's part of your footballing history. But let's look at some of the the real plus points, the real high moments from your time at Celtic. So there's lots to choose from. There's the, the two goals against Rangers in that 5-1-1 at Celtic Park. At, you know, an, an amazing day. There's the treble under Martin O'Neill. Uh, there's playing Champions League football we've spoken about. There's two goals at Ibrox and a, and a 3-0 win. There's so many highlights, but if you had to pick one moment as your most special moment from your time at Celtic, what would it be?
1: Special moment for me was when I came to Celtic Park and uh, I asked Eric, like Eric, uh, it's nice stadium, but it's, sometimes it's full. He, he told me every day, every time it's full. I said, I can't be a bad player here. It's not possible. Not possible for me. With my character, it's not possible because I love to play for the fans, you know. I love to have crowd, people who have reaction of your, your football. You know, that it's, it's a basic for, for the football player, you know. But moment, I, I was really, really happy when I score. You can see my celebration, my face, my smile when I score The second goal against Rangers in Ibrox. Because I knew that it's the end of my career in, in Celtic. It was really um, my, uh, you know what I can say, um, my face showed everything. My face, my, uh, you know, that was the moment when I said it was fantastic. I, I can go. I can go away. <laughs> I
0: mean. And goals at Ibrox are rare, you know. It's a tough place to go, as you know, tough place for Celtic to go. To go there that day, we won 3-0, uh, and you get two of the goals it is a very special moment for you in a celtic shot
1: absolutely absolutely because you know it was really a point on my career it said now it's finished okay i can go away i can go I, and now um, my mission was over you know what i mean it's uh, it was really point the on the uh, my my histo- my uh, story you know i think because it was fantastic team what I played, you know. To be honest, on the beginning, you know, the team was literally uh, stuff of Janssen, you know, winning the league uh, after you know a long time. But after uh, when when Kane Martin brought the players, he made the team. What was really pleasure to to play with them, all of them very good and uh, very successful. Because even after me. Celtic played very well, won the league uh, many times, uh, played UEFA Cup final, you know. With Martin, we went in the history of the club. I spent only three and a half years, but because everybody remember me, because we had a very good team, and we've been very successful, you know. For for that, even for me, it was uh, easier, because I had around to me very good players, and uh, coaches, all, all staff, you know. I think it was really pleasure to go every day to Celtic Park and, and work hard for that, that club, you know. And uh, very good memories, very good time every day, training, all games, you know, f- fantastic atmosphere, fans all together. For me, I, I'm very proud about, you know, to be honest. It was my, my best time in, in, in the football.
0: Yeah, and you know, it was a very special time for, for so many at Celtic, a special team under Martin O'Neill, treble success, lots of other success. It, as you rightfully say, Lobo, so many talented players in the team and, and I think all supporters look very fondly uh, at that time in Celtic history. I mean, you know, as mentioned there, it's now over 20 years since you left Celtic, but some people would still say that you're the best they've ever seen at Celtic.
1: <laughs> it's crazy, it's crazy, to be to be honest, <laughs> It make me happy that you know but uh, it's really crazy because you know what i can say uh i was always player who played for the for the fans you know even in the slovakia or czechoslovakia before we played in small stadium we had a stadium of ten thousand, but always it was full and if it was less less uh, crowds you know i was sad you know i couldn't to be honest uh, for me play in the empty stadium it's not possible No possible even give me a lot of money no chance because that it's not pleasure pleasure is if you can give uh, something to the fans and, and fans give you back uh, uh, you know good atmosphere everything that is the uh, base of the football that for me i like that football football it's uh, for the fans and uh, celtic i i found i've found absolutely perfect atmosphere in the celtic perfect place in the celtic park perfect for me it was really every game i was i remember uh in the dressing room Boli uh, as assistant john robertson and i didn't expect to play against uh, juventus but the uh, middle of the big wednesday martin came said yeah maybe you start uh oh no middle uh, it was uh, after the after the game in, in the weekend monday um on Tuesday, I don't know. Uh, he started to say to me, "Hey, maybe you start." I was really nervous. I said, "I hope it's it's gonna be very quick that, that game." And on the dressing room, I was ner- not nervous but uh, excited. You know, I, I and John saw me and I said, "What are you doing? Go ahead, go ahead, take it easy, take it easy." You know, thirty-six years old, I was like a baby. You know, like my first game. You know, I was really, really happy every day and atmosphere all John and everybody perfect
0: and, and as I said that you know a special time for Celtic and you mentioned the fans and how important they are Lubo you, you may remember there's a famous quote uh, near the dressing rooms at Celtic Park and it's, it's Jock Steen talking about basically you know f- football without the fans is nothing football is all about the fans and, and that's why for us it was you know the perfect time for, for you to be at Celtic and, and to play in front of 60,000 every week as I mentioned you know you, you've got Henrik Larsson you know Top player, one of Celtic's best ever, Kenny Douglas, Jimmy Johnson. All these guys, but still some would say that you're the best ever. So huge compliment and I'm sure you take great pride in hearing that statement.
1: Of course. And I was very lucky because I spent one year with Kenny Douglas. For me, see, Kenny Douglas, you know, I was a big fan of Liverpool, Kevin Keegan, Kenny Douglas, all stuff. And one day you, you see him in the same dressing room absolutely crazy for me you know and he was very f- perfect with me because once i went to liverpool when he left after my career i don't know why we had some something to do with my friend because he's agent and he received me absolutely perfect you know he showed me all in the liverpool training camp you know and you know that that is more than than uh money everything it's uh or, or uh Celebrity, or, so I don't know, but that relationship, if, if you can go everywhere, uh, uh, you have good reception, that is very, for me very important.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I was going to ask Lebo, not, not to be negative at all, but obviously your time at Celtic, you know, you said it's the most perfect time in your career, a, a special time. Do you have any regrets about your time at Celtic or, or, to rephrase, is there anything that you wish had gone differently during your three and a half years in Glasgow?
1: Yeah, yeah. I have my first season with Mr. Joe. Oh, obviously, uh, uh, it was not easy to catch uh, Rangers because been uh, a lot of points um, up front, you know. But uh, we had the opportunity to beat them in the final, and we lost one zero. And I wasn't really, really good because uh, I was out of the competition maybe one and a half month. I came just uh, last game in the season to prove them. I, I'm I'm back from injury. To be honest, I don't remember absolutely that game. I don't know what I did or not did. End of the day, we lost 1-0. I wanted to win the, this game for Mr. Wenglos because I knew then he, even if he won or lost, uh, he wanted to move uh, from back home, you know. And with with the, that uh, final winning final, it was much better for Mr. Wenglos to go than, than uh, with losing, you know. But... Sometimes it's football. is like that. Uh, to be honest, I wasn't very good because I was out of the competition a long time. And um, we should win this game. That is uh, only one regret what I have.
0: Yeah, and I think you know, as you say, it's it's the life of a footballer, isn't it? You know, there's highs and lows and and everything in between. And obviously, the success overall at Celtic they achieved, you know, will never be forgotten. And I think. From Doctor Venglos' point of view, you know, as I say, sadly passed away in 2021, but he will always be fondly remembered. Uh, and, I, and I feel strange saying this, you know, on a call to you, but he'll always be remembered fondly as the man who brought Lubo to Celtic, and I think that's his his greatest gift to Celtic, and and will you know forever be grateful for that. I want to pick up another quote. I, I gave you the quote from Martin O'Neill, and and you know, speaking very passionately about what what you gave to him as a footballer. But There's a very a very famous quote from Zinedine Zidane. And he was quoted as saying that you were one of the greatest number 10s in football. Obviously, you crossed paths with Zidane when he was in the French League with Cannes and, and Bordeaux. But how does it feel to hear a quote like that from, from one of the greatest ever to play the game? And did you ever imagine when you were a kid at Nitra that you would hear such a, a quote about yourself?
1: <laughs> it's, it's nice uh, to read about uh, me, if, if uh, speak about a player like, like Zidane. And I have a very good uh, picture with him. He had uh, big hair and uh, he was behind me, you know, he marked to me, you know, he was uh, number six, I was number 10. <laughs> no, but uh, he was young at that time. He was 18 or 19 when uh, we played against each other league game. He was in, in Cannes that time, I think. Very young. But I have a very nice picture with him.
0: <laughs> yeah, Must be a long but, time ago if he'd, if he'd hear.
1: Yeah, yeah, very long time. He was 18, he was still young, you know. And if you're young, you have still hair. Maybe you start to lose later, you know. To, to be honest, uh, Zinan was absolutely fantastic player. Absolute top player.
0: Did you play against him lots when he was at Cannes and Bordeaux? Did you cross paths on a on a number of occasions?
1: To be honest, uh, if he was in Cannes, very young, you know. I, I, I don't remember too much to to him. After, if he he moved to Bordeaux, he started to be a more respected player and he started to play for national team. I think he scored against Czechoslovakia or Czech Republic, First, his goal for national team. And he wasn't the big star at that time in France. I think after when he moved to Juventus, he started to be recognized and uh, as a, as a world star, you know.
0: He's, uh, he's one of the best ever though one of the greatest number 10s of all time so a huge compliment for him to call you uh, one of the greatest number 10s a fantastic player and what a great career look but just to bring things back to Celtic you know as we, as we start to close out the conversation as I touched on you know 20 years ago uh, since you left Glasgow since you left Celtic Park but what do you think of the current team uh, under Brendan Rodgers I'm not sure if you got the chance to see them in the Champions League this week against Feyenoord but do you think they've got a chance in that group?
1: You know I, I couldn't watch that game because I, I was on some event uh, event uh, that time, but uh, I follow the result and uh, 2-0 is not a good start for, for Celtic because if I uh, see the quality of uh, Atletico Madrid uh, Lazio, Reim, maybe Feyenoord is direct rival to Celtic and lost 2-0 on the beginning it's not good performance but you know, Celtic is strong at home against Lazio Against Atletico Madrid, home game, maybe moment when we can maybe win the points against uh, Feyenoord. You know, because what I said, for me, Feyenoord is the rival for third place. But if Celtic win the games against Lazio, Atletico Madrid home, I think got chance even go through uh, as a second. You know, maybe even first. I don't know. But to be honest, if you see the league quality now. Uh, spanish league italian league against uh, scottish and and uh, Dutch league they got uh, more chance to be first and second than than uh, celtic and the it's a reality yeah, uh, yeah. but uh, what i what I can say Celtic can be very strong against uh, that teams at home because Celtic Park because fans with uh, players and uh, good atmosphere can be uh can make difference. If Celtic win the home games, I think good chance, goes through.
0: Fingers crossed, you know, it's it's obviously three tough teams, three th- three tough opponents. You'll remember Lubo that, that your team uh won nine points at home against Feyenoord, Rosenborg and Porto, I think, but still not, not enough unfortunately to qualify. But this group seems quite open. You know, Lazio drew with Atletico 1-1 uh on Tuesday. And hopefully if Celtic do manage to get three home wins, and that would be something then with a battle luck we can go through who, who do you like from the current team Lobo? you know who's the main man for you who's the star players in the celtic side at the moment
1: kyogo is uh, still the best player now at the moment because um, he score many goals he can make difference uh, score, score the goals you know uh, rest of the team to be honest all of them very good players because play that level of champions league uh, win the league uh, against rangers wasn't well, not easy rangers beat now 1-0 Real Bet is what is big results, you know, because yeah. um, Real Betis is a Spanish team. It's it means everything is possible. It's Celtic beat the Atletico that and, and the players I, I, I think I don't think so now we have a Celtic have star players. What I mean for example, if I, I can say my time Larsson, Sutton, uh, you know, Hartson. To bring that type of the players now, is very, very hard for Celtic. But what Celtic did very well with uh, the, the coach before, uh, Postoneg, Posto Neg... Posto... Brought very fresh, fresh air with, with the Japanese players, you know, and uh, that Japanese player proved very good quality. Uh, all three of them, you know, all of them. And, you know, uh, I, I read about the players, new players now in, in uh, Celtic, but it's not the type of the players who now change a lot what mm-hmm. what I mean you know celtic must just uh, slowly build the team strong team with a strong mentality and especially uh, with with uh, the fans and the celtic park difficult difficult to judge uh, now uh, celtic uh, after 3 or 4 years of domination again you know in the in the league and i i hope the celtic will be strong enough to try to beat all at home when that has happened bring some points from away maybe why not i think we have to believe that that team we have to trust them and be behind as a supporter you know i i hope i hope then celtic Try the best, try the best, and uh, we we never know, we never
0: know. Yeah, here's hoping we can get some big wins at home, and and you never know where we could go. We might make progress, maybe second place, maybe third, and and we'll see where it goes. Lebo, just just as we start to close things out, do you, do you have any plans to be in Glasgow or, or Celtic Park anytime soon? Will we will we see you back in Glasgow?
1: You know, uh, I have uh, sometimes opportunity to come over. Uh, see the fans on on the event with the Celtic uh, in the different uh, Celtic uh, fans club uh, in in uh, around Glasgow, even out of the Glasgow. You know, even for the game, if if it's the time uh, when Celtic play home, I am always happy to go to Celtic Park and see uh, the guys to play, uh, and uh, especially uh, find again that uh, fantastic atmosphere.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. And Lebo, I think it goes without saying that you know all of us as supporters would look forward to seeing you back at Celtic Park any time at all. So, Lebo, thanks for joining us today at the Celtic Exchange. A real pleasure to speak with you about your career in general and especially your time at Celtic.
1: Thank you very much for your call, and I hope I wish Celtic the best uh, this season. And I cross uh, fingers then and uh, Champions League with
0: the, uh, many games. Yes, yeah, you're so <laughs> good. thanks again, and okay. we'll speak to you again very soon.
1: Okay, thank you very much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Network.